entertaining new possibilities. The Palace Theater, your palace, your place. Shows for the whole family. Waterbury Palace, your palace, your place. And good Friday morning, uh, everyone that's listening. And it is Good Friday. And uh, for many of us who are uh, Christians and observant of uh, the Easter holiday, this is a somber day. It always fascinated me that um, today's weather is always, there's always that overcast kind of thing that happens between like noon and three. Um, by the way, I'm Sherry Marcucci, your host for Your Palace, Your Place, brought to you and presented by... The Palace Theater in Waterbury, wonderful Waterbury. And if you have not um, given yourself the gift of a visit to our Palace Theater, uh, I would encourage you to do so. Um, It is just the most fabulous, fabulous venue. And during our show, the first and third Friday mornings of every month, we try to reach out and talk to you, uh, hopefully entertaining you with some information about not only what we do at the Palace Theater, which is some phenomenal uh, entertainment, as many of you listening know, but also to bring you some information about what's going on in Waterbury, in the region, in Connecticut, and beyond. And whether it's health information, wellness, lifestyle, celebrity interviews, we try to um, give you an entertaining 50-minute mix of of topics and things that you might not know about. Um, I just want to find out from any of you, well, I know you're not really going to talk to me, but I I decided this year, now my name is an Italian last name. I married an Italian, but I'm not Italian, and everybody thinks I am. But this year, because as you've been listening over the last couple of seasons, um, I am trying to be in a better place for wellness. And so I decided this year, now this is going to be really anathema to a lot of people listening, as you've got your hands probably in your in your ingredients already this morning. I am not making pizza again this year. And I was like, I really had to um, toy with it. I was talking to my uh, health coach about it. And, you know, the fact is, I have to say, uh, you know, what's the end game here? If I make it, uh, my kids don't eat it. My husband will eat a little bit. No, you know, you bring it over to the relatives and they'll take a little bit. And Joe LaCapra, my hairdresser, you're not getting any this year. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, um, and then you can't bring it to work because everybody's had their fill of it. They've already had theirs. So then you end up either eating more than you should or throwing it out. And I think it's awful to throw it out. I mean, throw away all that food. So I, I said, nope, I'm going to um, un- kind of tether myself from the fact that you must do this. And, um, and actually, as I said, I'm not Italian. So... It's not my tradition. It's an adopted one. I loved it. And, you know, those of you who are making it and getting it from, you know, uh, local purveyors, um, enjoy it. Um, I'll, I'll think of you as you're taking your little bites. I also want to just give um, a shout out a little bit to our palace because we do some things that don't always um, get heralded or acknowledged. And we had a show, as many of you know, many of you listening perhaps went uh, back a month ago, Menopause the Musical. 
And we had said from the get-go that we would give a portion of ticket sales to an organization that um, means a lot to me personally, as you know, uh, the founder of the RU Dents organization was my is my sister-in-law, but um, she passed away in November, and so the organization's work is going forward. Her husband has been named the executive director, Joe Capallo. He's been on here with Donna Johnson, the uh, president of their board. Well, we were able to give them and present them uh, this week, Frank Tavera, our CEO, with a very generous check for $2,000, and that was as a result of you ladies and men who came to see that show. But it was just, you know, such a, a, a wonderful way to partner with an organization. Of course it means a lot to me, but beyond that, beyond that, this was a glo- this is a global organization that has impacted and saved the lives of so many women and men actually, um, uh, uh, who need to be informed about their breast density and health. And um, so we were very, very happy to do that. And I'm just proud to work for an organization that um, understands its relationship to the community at large. And um, and we're a nonprofit too, by the way. Um, and as you learned last time we were on, uh, I had Natalie Lawler on our development officer, and we were chatting about all the activities that um, fall under her us to help us keep our doors open so you can enjoy the wonderful shows. Many of you came last week to Book of Mormon, and uh, it was quite a show. (laughs) It was thoroughly uh, entertaining for so many of you, and we appreciate the support. Um, Phenomenal cast, just Top shelf national tour uh, cast. Uh, it was it was it was an event that's for sure. And um, now we're gearing up for um, the, our end of year activities. Our Palace Ten Point Four, which is our big party at the Palace, and you must. If you haven't been, this is such a fun event. Food galore, two drinks, um, you know, as part of your admission, beer tasting, acts all over the building, uh, ending with Timmy Maya uh, and his band on stage, and you get to dance on the stage and really just shake your bootay. Um, so it's a fun event. It's May 17th, so if you haven't gotten your tickets yet, tick-tock, time to get them. So, um, and my guest here is actually reaching out and saying, yeah, I want to go. Give me that. So, um, And I'm going to introduce her in just a minute. Also, those of you who are our subscribers currently, you've received your information, you're renewing. Um, if you haven't renewed yet, there is a deadline to renew. Uh, it's uh, May 7th, I believe. And if you're interested in becoming a subscriber, because boy, do we have it. You know, I, my job is to, you know, obviously promote the palace. And But I am just very, very excited. I, all these shows I love, actually. Um, and I cannot wait. Well, two I haven't seen, I'll be honest. Two I haven't seen, but I know about them and I've been dying to see them. So I'm so glad they're part of our lineup. But everything from A Bronx Tale, if you love Jersey Boys, you'll love that, um, to The Play That Goes Wrong, our first play. No, not a musical. Hilarious British farce. Um, So Fiona uh, DeMero is all excited as she's sitting next to me. Um, Les Mis for a week. If just the most poignant, beautiful, heart-wrenching, but tale of 
the human spirit as it triumphs. I mean, Les Mis is Les Mis. That'll be in December. Finding Neverland, the beautiful backstory about J.M. Barry and how he came to write Peter Pan. And then the gorgeous in the music and dance of an American in Paris in April. Plus, we have two other options that you can opt into. One-offs, um, one-night engagements, or, or one-day engagements, I should say. Um, the Simon and Garfunkel story. These are, by the way, shows that haven't yet been to Broadway, but are being um, uh, tweaked um, before they go to Broadway. So, um, in Bandstand, which is about um, six soldiers returning from World War II in beautiful music and their stories of how they reacclimate back into society after the horrors of war. So, um, two great musicals, um, and you'll be the first to see them before they hit the great white way. What else? What else? Oh, I do want to just simply mention... I know there's been a lot of um, you know, publicity and promotion, but do remember that Give Local is next week. It's a 36-hour a, uh, event where you, um, the Connecticut Community Foundation, which has... Uh, created this platform uh, about eight years ago now, I think. In 2008, I think, we started this. Um, I might be off on that, but um, and partnered with Ion Bank. And what it is is basically an opportunity to give to the causes, the local causes that you care about. And there's over 200 nonprofits, including the Palace Theater, um, that are registered. And I know it's been a wonderful um, chance for us to raise some dollars that get leveraged, actually, because Ion Bank matches um, up to a certain level the gifts given. So, you know, if you're you're thinking, I want to support this and I'm, I'm, I care about that, next week, Give Local then is the time to do it. And you can either go to the Connecticut Community Foundation's website to find out more, I'm sure you can, I know you can go to the Palace Theater's website, website palacetheaterct.org, and, uh, and get some information there. And now I'm very, very excited. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy, actually, to to um, welcome once again Fiona DeMeryl, um to uh, your Palisher Place. And Fiona is the executive director of the Osier Lifelong Learning Institute, more uh, familiarly called Ali, at UConn Waterbury. So welcome, Fiona. Thank you, Sherry. It's so nice to see you. Nice to see you. And, you know, we we have so many... Um, we have like a mutual admiration society, I think, for one another. But we um, we have been working together with Ollie since its inception, and uh, but you and I have now, I think, brought some, brought it to a new level with some of the collaborative kind of um, things we're doing. But before we talk about that, let's just say to look, those who may not have ever heard of Ollie, um, what is Ollie? What is Ollie. Okay, so Ollie, OSHA Lifelong Learning Institute, it's it's actually a, a, a national program in a sense. There are 122 Ollies all over the US. Each of them runs independently, but each of them is connected to a university in the area. So for Ollie at UConn, obviously, we're part of the University of Connecticut, and we offer 
courses, travel events, social events to anyone 50 and over in the community. And the whole idea of Ollie is really to promote learning. You know, as we grow older, sometimes there's an expectation, ah, you don't need to learn anything anymore, but you lose, you know, you're, you might be losing your social connections that mm. you had at work. You know, you might be de- feeling depressed and isolated. A lot of people do. And when they come to Ollie, they meet people, especially in Waterbury, they'll meet someone that they knew, you know, back in high school. They'll be like, I haven't seen this person for years. They're also taking classes. It may be history. It may be current events. It may be art classes. But Ollie really is focused on creating a positive aging experience by continuing lifelong learning. So that's what we do. And I love it. Oh, and you know what? I love the whole concept of it. Of course, I fit your profile. Um, that's no secret. Um, although I'm still in the working world, but um, I, you know, and it, and it becomes very obvious. It's like anything else. It's like let's use the analogy or a metaphor of our bodies and muscles. If we don't use them, they tighten up. It becomes harder. Uh, things don't come easily. In our mind and our spirits are the same way. If they're deprived of um, new um, information or an ability to interact with others on a social uh, level, something inside starts to die off. And actually, that's scientific. Right. Um, When we don't use our brains uh, to learn new things, brain cells do start to um, die out. Yeah, and I, I think this it's so important for mental and physical health, um, you know, just to continue to be mentally and physically active. In fact, I was um, reading something recently that says when, when companies or organizations are planning where to build older adult communities, they're making sure that there is a li- some kind of lifelong learning center nearby because they're recognizing how important the c- continued learning is for aging positively. And as you said, in all kinds of different ways. And as obviously our population gets older, mm-hmm. this is going to become more and more central, I think, to people's aging experience. And, and I think you're so right. I mean, I, we've learned a lot and we're not, we're living longer, number one. So we want to have a life that's engaged, that's healthy um, and has positivity in it. And, and you know, we're not our grandmothers, although there's some wonderful things, but we, we, we are different now. And we've um, come to a place where, you know, and many of us are still actively engaged in the workforce. Maybe it's not in a full-time capacity, but, you know, so that we want um, just a breath of life that's different than I think it was, you know, two generations back. Exactly. And I, I think the nice thing about Ollie as well is that it covers three generations. So you come to Ollie, you know, you, you take a class and you might be with, um, you know, a Gen Xer like me, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, somebody who's who's in sort of the, the, you know, the younger part of Ollie, but still uh, able to join Ollie. You might be a baby boomer. You might be part of the, the silent generation or the greatest generation, yes. as we say. So you're interacting with a lot of diverse ages and backgrounds yeah. and educational working people experiences. So it's really stimulating. I want to share just one quote with you. Sure. Um, we have so many people say to us, 
Ali has changed my life. And it's always humbling to know that, you know, I'm just a little part of that. But somebody said recently, you know, I feel like I did when I was in college. I feel young, alive and important again. And to me, that really summed up Ali. And yes. it brings tears to my eyes every I, time I, I, I think and, you about know, it. We, I want to talk a little bit about that, that comment you made about important i think we need to take a quick break and then we're let's go back to that and and it'll bring us to our next um piece that i want to uh, interject into this interview with you fiona um so we will be back with your palace your place and fiona demero from ali lifelong learning institute right after these messages entertaining new possibilities and we're back with your palace, your place, and we've been talking to Fiona DeMerrill from the Osher Lifelong Learning Institute at uh, UConn Waterbury. Uh, and your palace, your place is brought to you by the Palace Theater in Waterbury, and I'm your host, Sherry Marcucci. Fiona, when we took the break, you m- mentioned the word important. Um, people have that sense again of having an important something to offer um, when they come to Ali. And by the way, you serve, you have people coming from like 70 something towns. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Mm. That is so amazing to me that people are coming to downtown Waterbury um, at all different, it used to be just on Fridays, but now you've kind of staggered your schedule and you even got some early evening things going on. Right. Yeah. We're, we're trying to um, appeal to, you know, the the younger Ali population, as you say, who might still be working or only semi-retired. So we're offering early evening courses and lunchtime. And I like your point of, you know, we do bring people to downtown Waterbury. You know, we're we're neighbours of you guys. We're just across the street from the palace. And we have so many people who say they may have lived in Connecticut their whole lives. They never came to Waterbury. And they would say, I had no idea this was so wonderful. It's so true. I mean, and we hear that too with people that come to the Mm. palace. Um, You know, I think there's an orientation. You grow up with, you know, wherever you live, you grow up with a certain orientation. I'm going this direction or this direction. And not necessarily looking to you know in the other direction you know it's just not their habit you know we say Connecticut's the land of study habits or something it's so true (laughs) but anyway back to the point that I think is so important the the idea of importance and we were talking before we even got on air this morning about the invisibility factor that begins to um, happen as you age can you you know talk a little bit to that yeah it was it was interesting to talk and you and I were talking about it you know in connection with being women and getting older but I think it it has the potential to happen to everyone you Mm -hmm. know I don't think we're invisible to each other Yes. I, you know, we right. all recognize each other, but I think the older we get, there's that potential to be invisible to those younger than us. Yes. And yes. Um, it's it's something that I started noticing when I was in my late 40s. And we had talked about that. You're mm. in a room and, and the younger people just don't seem to see you there. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I, I think for me, it's part of why I continue to dress as I want to when I like to, you know, sometimes I'll dye my hair pink and just <laughs> say, what the heck? It's really part of that self-expression of yes. saying, hey, 
I'm still here. Yes. You know, I yes. may be getting older, but I'm here and I have something to contribute. And Absolutely. that's part of the whole spirit of Ollie as well. I love that, the spirit of Ollie. And, you know, um, dressing as you would like to for self-expression is something we're going to collaborate on. I, we're, um, Fiona and I have done some work together. We've continued the uh, Palace History classes and collaborated with Ollie on that. And we, which began at Ollie. I mean, it was, it started with Ollie and uh, Lou Belosi, who is our beloved instructor of those classes. And um, now we're even taking it a step further. Well, I want to back up for a second because so on this morning show, we're going to be talking to a gentleman, James Mapes, who is our upcoming this Tuesday evening second act presenter and for those of you who um, may not know second act is a series that we've put together this past year and it's um, presentations by uh, kind of ordinary and that's a Ordinary is not a negative in this sense, but regular folk who are doing some extraordinary things in the second acts of their life. And uh, working with um, uh, Ali, you know, helping um, get some people, some of your, uh, get this message about this series out to your folks. You've been great. And in turn, one of our presenters um, is currently teaching an Ali class uh, on writing. He was uh, um, uh, Marty Herman, who taught. Uh, is a mystery author and now he's teaching a class on writing with Ollie and then I think uh, the last one Garrison he's been in touch with you yep Garrison and I are having coffee on Monday okay to get to know and, each other better. and I just love that synergy of how you know we can work together and, and doing not the same thing but things that have uh, interconnectedness and so one of your people talked to Martin Herman and had an idea to do something that would you know uh, address uh, individual style and self-expression through how we present ourselves with our our clothing and and that. So we're we're putting a program together that will I think be kicking off our second act series next year. So I I love how we we do that and it's just natural. And again, this whole idea about we're not invisible. We have something to contribute. Um, that's what Ali's all about. That's what second act is about that you know life is for the living and is as long as you have something to offer and that someone else can benefit from I think that's a good thing that's almost like why we're here serving others yeah and it gives people a purpose and I love yeah. that you oh, said being yes. of service I think that's how I feel in my role you know I can't personally take credit for anything that happens, but it's just just to be of service and coming to work every day. It gives me a purpose. So I think to to know that that's happening with with Ollie and Second Act as well. It's yes. you know it. it Gosh, it's a good feeling. It, it is really a great is. feeling, and and um, as as you know, a representative of the Palace Theater. I mean, we were looking to do some things in some of our other spaces. That's how this whole idea um, kind of. Uh, was germinating and then I met of course your Nancy Schuler, and you know the rest is kind of history who if you don't know she's a wonderful member of Ollie but just a phenomenal lady that's done some incredible things uh, after a certain age in her life and, and that's the great thing I think as well about being willing to collaborate I mean you know the, the palace gives Ollie members you know a discount yes. for being Ollie members yes um, but you know with, with you guys at the palace with um, you know Shakespeareans with, with yes. other organizations Yes. You get together, 
you brainstorm, you throw ideas around, mm-hmm. and I think the nice thing is this is part of getting older. We're not afraid to make a, you know, take a risk and. If it doesn't work out, that's it's okay. okay. It's, it's okay. It, but it's Which okay. is a wonderful benefit that we don't talk enough about. about enough about. <laughs> about, about. Um, that uh, you're right. It's like I don't have to prove myself anymore to someone else. Um, and if I wanna, if I wanna dye my hair, you know, pink, I'm gonna do that, and that's who I am, and or whatever it is, you know, that's you've earned your stripes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah, yeah, people who um, come to Ollie, I love the, um, you know, the, this idea of risk taking. They'll say. You know, they t- we have a ukulele class, for example. They say, I learned to play the ukulele. I was I was so nervous going in, but hey, I just went in and did it. That, again, I, I love that. wonderful. I love that. And, and there's so many things in life that we say, oh, I don't know. Oh, what will people... No, now is the time. And especially, you know, I mean, we our bodies are an instrument. And as long as it's able to do certain things, you want to keep doing those things or trying things. Uh, and because it, there could come a time when physically that's not, you're not mm-hmm. able to. But you still have your mind, you know, and you still have something to contribute. So I think all those things are what we're trying to emphasize and that's the message that be a part of be a part of yeah that's it that's the message (laughs) (laughs) so um well fiona one last thought i do want listeners to know that you you have a summer session coming up uh, starts in may we do yeah our our spring session is um just coming to an end in the next couple of weeks and um summer session is five weeks it's going to start on may 31st if people want to register registration opens on may 3rd and if you go to our website, olli.ucon.edu, you can find information there or you can call our office, 203-236-9924. And just a quick plug for our fall open house, which is always a fabulous yes. day and very well attended. And yes. Sherry, you yep. you have been Absolutely. there. Um, that's going to be on August 2nd this year. And we'll be um, giving out information about that as we, we sort of nail down our, our keynote speaker that we're working on at the moment. So it's a great day. And it's a great way to find out about all Absolutely. Yeah, and you have such great ambassadors. People are so mm. enthusiastic about the program. Also, you're always looking for presenters. Yes, we are. So let's talk a little bit about that before we uh, move. Well, we have, our um, we, we have presenters and we have instructors. Um, they're essentially volunteers, but we do, we do offer a, a little stipend and a couple of perks for, be, for being an instructor. Um if they're mostly people who've they've had a career, but they've always had a passion, maybe for something else. So, for example, we have a, a biochemist who's passionate about literature. So now that he's retired and he has time, he teaches fabulous literature courses. Um, we are very willing to work with you, whatever we provide training and support if you've never taught before. But if you do really want to share your passion for something, again, if you just call us and we can meet with you, we can have a chat, we can just get you started and tell you a little bit more about Ollie and what it's like to teach here. So no level of experience is required. All you need is uh, is your passion and your willingness to teach. And you've had some, uh, uh, runs the gamut, everything. You've had tap dancing to, um, uh, you know. 
yeah, philosophy, gardening. Yeah. We have a great gardening. You program, have that yeah. garden uh, community garden, which we do. I just love. That whole whole concept. Yep, that's fabulous. Yeah, and, and you know you can join in with that. There, there are so many things to do. I think travel. You travel. We do travel. We have clubs and activities. We have a book club. We have yeah. photography. <laughs> we have genealogy. We have. I mean, you know, there's so much to do. In fact, one of our members was remarking that. Now, he has to choose very carefully what he's going to be doing on a given day because it is a question of there's so much to do. You've got to figure out what your priority is, which I love. That's a great problem to have. That is great. Um, and if, oh, just one more quick thing. Sure. If anyone hasn't been to the Yukon campus before, which is which is where we, we live in Waterbury, you can also give us a call and I or one of the other Ali mem- members or team will show you around, you know, that's just so that you can get oriented. I think that's so important, especially if you haven't been um, somewhere and you're coming from out of town in particular not familiar with the layout or whatever to have somebody um, to kind of be there to greet you and you know meet you so I mean it's a it's I can't say enough about the program I mean I just uh, there's you know, if you haven't, if you haven't um, tried a class or um, you know dipped your toe in it all, now's the time. Now's the time. Um, Fiona Demira, you're always a delight. I love to have you as a guest, and uh, you know, say the website one more time so people can. Okay, thank you, Sherry. You're it's ollie.yukon.edu, which is O-L-L-I.yukon.edu. And thank you so much, Sherry. It's You're always a blast. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. Look forward to more blasts. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back with a gentleman who's going to maybe put you under his spell. Stay tuned. Entertaining new possibilities. And we're back with Your Palace, Your Place. I'm your host, Sherry Marcucci, and I am delighted this morning to have a gentleman uh, with us by phone that... um, you know, decades of uh, UConn students have had the pleasure of uh, seeing him in action. But our our, um, our guest this morning is James Mapes. Good morning, James. Good morning. And James has been, uh, just to give you an idea of the level um, of, of uh, a presenter, he, he's coming to our second act program this Tuesday evening, 6 p.m. James has been a leader in creativity and wellness for over 30 years. He's a recognized authority in human behavior and the psychology of the imagination. He's the best-selling author of Quantum Leap Thinking, an owner's guide to the mind, and imagine that igniting your brain for creativity and peak performance. I am so delighted that you are going to be uh, with us Tuesday evening as one of our uh, second act presenters, James. Well, thank you so much. I'm, I'm very excited about this. Well, you know, it's funny how things work out, but you actually, and, and listeners, um, you can appreciate this. I had sent out a press release last year looking for presenters to get this first se- season of the series underway. And James, you told me your wife, she's a, a, a radio uh, contributor about what's going on in the arts and entertainment world, brought it to your attention that we were looking for presenters, and you reached right out to me. Right, yes. My wife, Susan Granger, is a movie critic and had her own radio show for a while. And uh, Yeah, but you know why? <clears throat> it's because I love 
what I do. I cannot tell you. And it's it's more than that. I have a terrible need <laughs> to to share information. Otherwise, what's the point? Right. Yeah. And so, yes, I, I certainly did. Well, James, and I, I alluded to the fact that decades of, or generations of UConn students knew you. You. This is not what you're doing at Second Act necessarily, no. but I want to give people a frame of reference. You um, have uh, you're noted for your your stage performances. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about that? Sure, sure. I started off in the in the uh, '70s and uh, late '70s and did a, a a comparable show to Creskin. I mean, that's all I can say is we were great competitors. <laughs> and then the career in universities and colleges took off. So I was up at UConn for thir- just UConn for 35 years in a row, wow. and the show and we've done. The show, Journey into the Imagination, I've done on Broadway, I've done at Lincoln Center. It was a, a piece that I put together with hypnosis that was t- totally entertaining, but that is memorable. So I don't do anything, you know, my grandchildren at five years old came to see it. Uh, <laughs> it's a learning experience as well as an educational. And I've always tried, whether it's a, a talk, a show, uh, a workshop, I've always found a, a venue to get a different type of person to get a message. So the message of, of, of uh, Journey in the Imagination, the hypnosis show, is and was that you don't tap into your mind. You, you have a much more opportunity to tap into your creativity in your mind than you think you do. Mm. So that's really the show and you know it's funny because any lecture i do now i usually get a former yukon student i mean <laughs> if you think about the thousands of people out there well, and from central and from new england college and uh, so it was a, a wonderful experience for me but that is not what you're going to be doing when you come for Second Act. And Second Act is an opportunity to um, hear and be in, inspired by folks who are doing something uh, extraordinary, unusual, unique in the second, perhaps even third or fourth acts of their life. And James, I, without giving everything away, because we do want people to come Tuesday evening to hear you, but you're... Um, Second Act presentation Tuesday evening was precipitated by a life event. Can you talk a little bit about that? Well, I, I better not say exactly what it was. But okay. Uh, ten years ago, I was uh, shooting a film in Scotland, and I'll be saying this again as an actor, because that was also one thing I do. Mm-hmm. And when I returned, through a circumstance, I found out I had probably less than a month to live. So that wow. created, I mean, when you, as your listeners wow. know, when you hit something that threatens your mortality, mm. uh, you, 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 there's no way not to freak out at the beginning. Sure. But <laughs> when, if you know a little bit about the mind and how to handle fear, you can actually turn that into an energy. And the energy, I said, well, you know what? I've got a new program here. I don't know how. I don't know where, how it's going to shape up. But I can tell you that when I was I was in the uh, ICU for 10 days, I mean, it was a very bad experience. Wow. But the third day I could only croak, and I, of course, I was still on a lot of drugs, but I, would, I was thinking about what contribution could I make to people who were facing surgery and going into surgery. Mm-hmm. So 
I started <laughs> quizzing the nurses. <laughs> And my wife is there with her. She's got a, all these journal pads that she, because she's a journalist. Mm-hmm. And I, I asked one of the uh, senior nurses, I said, do you notice any difference uh, between uh, people with different attitudes in their, in their process here at the, at the hospital? And she froze. And she said, you know, I've been in this business a long time, nursing a long time, and no one's ever asked that question. She said, yes, let me tell you this. Uh, the people that should never have had a problem because, because they just shouldn't have and had a problem were usually the people who were angry, they weren't grateful, they screamed, they didn't, either didn't have any uh, support system of people mm. coming or they argued with these people. They were just... Fear-based thinking, and so the second question, of course, was, "Are what about the other?" She said, "Well, there are people that should have had dire consequences that really were in bad shape, that not only survived but thrived, and they were always the people who were loving, grateful, calm, and had a great support system." Wow! Yeah, that was the trigger. Uh Aha moment. Yeah, that was the aha moment that I said, you know, when I get out of here and I will recover, uh, I won't be able to do everything I could do before. I was just about to get my second degree black belt and all sorts of things that I had to give up, but I did other things. I will create a program uh, to help people. And so I interviewed uh, doctors and nurses for two years, and I used my knowledge of uh, what self-hypnosis can do, meditation, and suggestion to create a program called patient post-op, pre-op post-op healing therapy. And that was my, that was the beginning of a second act for me. Wow. Wow. That's, that's, you know, that's certainly um, the person who uh, sees the glass as half full rather than half empty thinking. And my question to you is this, and I'm sure people listening know, 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 people who are uh, glass half empty folks is there is it possible to change to become a half full kind of uh, person the way you approach life can you can is that possible it is well it is not possible to change anyone but it is possible to change and mm. I think that the people who have now Having a glass half empty isn't all bad now and then because it gives people a chance to go, well, what can I do to avoid my fear? What can I do to prepare for this? So sometimes uh, that's all right. But I think from my experience of coaching people for four decades uh, that that if a person has any desire to change and sees a glimmer of light, to be able to do that and finds it difficult, there are tools, some of which I'll be talking about uh, in our second act, there are tools that actually can change your brain. Most people don't understand our brain can change in five minutes. When we are around negative people, our brain changes, for not for the better. And when we're around positive people, our brain changes. This is five minutes, all based in neuroscience. But in the long term, you can really recraft, restructure your brain to let go of a lot of fear. And fear is the killer because I believe and I teach and I, and I have a model, uh, I believe there are only two emotions in life, period. And one is love and one is fear. And anything 
that you could throw at me that's an emotion will go under one of those categories. When love exists, fear can't. When fear exists, love can't. And so the trick is, and we're, by the way, primed for fear in our DNA. Mm. We're, we're primed as problem solvers, so we look for problems. That's why it's so important to have, uh, as your last guest said, purpose and passion for life. And yes, sometimes we hit bumps and we're a little afraid. We're, you know, I worry about uh, losing people. There's no question about it. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I surround myself with cheerleaders. That's all I can say. If we have a party, our parties are pretty wonderful. They're, they're semi-stars or stars that are writers and directors and actors and surgeons out of Yale and, and on it goes. If someone has a success, everyone else literally cheers they're just so supportive and so those are the people this is extremely important as we age because our immune system can you know take a beating now and then is to surround yourself with cheerleaders and positive people and people that that have your best interest and you have their best interest. Wow, that's powerful. Very, very powerful. I want to, we need to take a quick break, but I want to come back and I want people who are listening to understand that these are just little um, tidbits. One of the hallmarks of your work that I've been reading about is when people come to your presentations, they walk up out with tangible tools of things that they can implement into their own lives. So I want you to stay tuned. We're talking to James Mapes, who will be our guest on Second Act this Tuesday evening at the Palace Theater. And we are back with your Palisher Place. We're speaking with James Mapes. And James is going to be our presenter this Tuesday evening at the Palace Theater for the Second Act series. James, you've you've been sharing um, with our listeners uh, some really um, powerful like little nuggets. What else are they going to get when they come to hear your talk on Tuesday evening? Well, I'm a storyteller as well as a teacher of tools. <laughs> so, <laughs> <clears throat> that's my joy. So uh, it, I hope they have their own insights and revelations and, and, and hope when they leave. However, I'm also going to be uh, talking about two or three mental tools that I teach to my clients. And one is, <clears throat> how do you reframe? Mm. Meaning that, Number one, how, how are you even aware when you have a negative thought? I mean, literally, because we are, it's like I always say, uh, the eye cannot behold itself. So how do you become aware? So I'm going to talk a little about that. And then how do you, when, when you become aware and you notice that your, your monkey mind or your self-talk, which is massively important to learn to control, uh, and, and how do you how do you control that? How do, how do you manage it? Better better word, manage. Mm. So I'll teach a couple tools for that. I probably you know I'm very improvisational. I'll have a general outline, and then I might bring someone up on stage that's a volunteer and 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 show the technique of how to reframe. Um, so and you know, talk a little bit about how we reduce our stress and and how to apply the imagination. And I also I, this morning I woke up. And I sent you an email about this, but I think what I'm going to do, and notice that I, I create this uh, <laughs> as I move along, 
But I have a question that I will ask at the beginning, and that is, if you had a magic wand that you could wave to change one thing that would enhance the second act of your life, mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, or socially, what would that be? Because if a listener or a viewer or an attendee doesn't have some kind of a focus and purpose or end outcome, they're going to forget 90% of what I say. Uh, and I don't want that to happen. Yeah, that that that's a. I'm sitting here thinking about that, James, and I love that because without a roadmap, you're just kind of going to go around in the same circle you've been doing for your whole life. Um, many people, I shouldn't yeah, say. Yeah, many people, and, and a lot of people waste their energy trying to change the unchangeable. Mm. And that makes me, you know, I'm going to say it right up front, makes me crazy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, there's certain things you can't control. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. weather, aging, uh, we won't get into the other field that I'm mm-hmm. thinking about. But, you know, you control, I think, as we age, as we grow um, in our second act, that our environment is extremely important that we create. And... Part of that environment is an environment of stimulation, curiosity, uh, peace, uh, because we're all battered, I mean, with things all the time. So mm-hmm. you, you have a choice. You don't have to watch the news for five hours. <laughs> right. Exactly, exactly. James, I, I would love to continue our conversation, but unfortunately I'm getting the two-minute signal here. Um, for those of you who are listening and want to hear some of the wisdom that James is going to uh, share with us, his wisdom based on many years of research and study, you must attend our second act program. You don't want to miss this one. I'm telling you, this is going to be dynamite. James Mapes will be at the Palace Theater for the second act program, 6 p.m. this Tuesday evening. That's the 23rd. It is so affordable, thanks to our funder, the Connecticut Community Foundation, and Peak Physical Therapy, our sponsor, who all believe in all that we've been talking about this morning, that uh, in the second acts of our life, we need to stay engaged, curious, feeding our mind, feeding our spirit, feeding our body. It's so important. It's $20 if you're an Ollie or AARP member, and I think most of us of a certain age fall into that. (laughs) Uh, um, And you get dinner. You get dinner. So um, if you're interested, call the Palace Theater this morning, 203-346-2000, or stop by at 100 East Main Street in Waterbury. You can also go to our website, although you can't get that discount on the website, but it's palacetheaterct.org to learn more about the Second Act series and James Mapes. You have been a delightful guest, and I can't wait to meet you in person on Tuesday. Thank you so much. Thank you, James. And for our listeners, um, we are, you know, in the 60-second stretch here. I want to always, as always, thank you for listening to Your Palace, Your Place, presented by the Palace Theater in Waterbury, Connecticut. I want to wish you a wonderful holiday weekend, whether you observe Easter 
or Passover. Um, I hope that you will share it with those you love and share your traditions and uh, special memories together. I look forward to being with you in in two weeks. And until that time, I just ask that you remember that your palace is your place for entertainment, information, and so much more. I want you to stay tuned for the local news coming up next. And then Steve Noxon with Talk of the Town. Look forward to being with you again in two weeks. Bye-bye. Entertaining new possibilities. The Palace Theater, your palace, your place.